Club at 22, the Rangers podcast is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off, plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. We are live tonight on YouTube, uh, so please get involved in the comments as always. We're going to start the build up to the return of Rangers after the winter break uh, as we discuss the signing of James Sands, then spend time in the rumour mill of the transfer window. Um, as always, please subscribe to the YouTube channel and like the videos. I am your host Scott Carney and joining me is a full house tonight, Ali Pearson, how are you? Not bad. You've got the COVID three in with you. We all had a wee night out, and <laughs> on a Saturday we're supposed to go to the B team, but I get postponed, which is a bit bizarre because the weather wasn't that bad. So the three of us had a a couple of babies on Saturday. Yeah, um, I didn't. I am doing dry January um, for my sons. Uh, so yes, I am trying to stay off the drink. Um, Scott Gemmel, how are you, mate? Yeah, Alex is there. A couple of beers. It was. Um, uh, it was. Well, a couple. Of <laughs> it was a fair few. <laughs> Uh, it was a good day. It was just a shame that you weren't there with us, Carney, because that would have been uh, that was a cracking day on Saturday. Yeah, I, I must say it's really enjoyable when you are planning a, a day out in the group chat and I'm working. Uh, it's really, really <laughs> enjoyable, I must say. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, as I say, it would have been good to be out, but I was working anyway, so doesn't really uh, doesn't really make much difference. And I had numerous missed video calls and. God, I don't even know what time I, but I just went on, um, I went on silent. I was like, I'm not answering any of that. <laughs> Ryan, looking much fresher, mate. Uh, you're definitely not in isolation anymore. Not in isolation anymore. I'm certainly a lot fresher than I was on Sunday morning when Ali came through to his living room and I was lying on his couch. Um, <laughs> I had a few, a few, a few beers and <laughs> cel- celebrated Jamie's birthday. Yes, Jamie's birthday, yes. Hi, happy know, birthday, uh, Jamie Lowe, huh? Happy birthday, Jamie Lowe. Um, Club at Cheers, 22 Linda. is very, very own. Yes, Linda's hoping you get better, Ryan. Um, or you are better, even. But yes, um, Scotia, somebody's made, got very good observation skills. Got a union, F, uh, an FC Union Berlin stuff. God, don't that make was, that, was, that. that was about 10 euros. Oh, no, you, no, I think you and Ali covered it really well when we spoke about the, the Alfie goal. Was it, that's yeah. like my favourite Alfie goal. It's yeah. when we watch that game, yeah. No, but uh, Union Berlin, yes. If anyone goes out to Berlin, go there. Oh, it's brilliant. Oh, the experience of the, the stadium was absolutely unbelievable. And I was in a very bad way. <laughs> I mean, that day, and it was still such a cracking experience. I didn't I don't think I bought a scarf. I definitely, if I did, it's still in Germany, because I did, certainly didn't bring it home. But yeah, that was just a, what an experience that was. The way football could be in this country if people would just learn to behave themselves a wee bit, honestly. Uh, so yes, uh, as I say, we are going to we'll jump into some Rangers stuff. There's loads of comments coming in already, which is brilliant. Um, happy birthday, Jamie. You're getting wished happy birthday left, right and centre here. Jamie's probably sitting watching this, to be honest. And yeah, uh, we'll, we'll start off with the um, with the signing. Jules' first signing. So there is only seven sleeps at a uh, 
uh, after tonight. Well, seven sleeps tonight, yeah. Seven sleeps tonight away from Rangers returning. That's right. Uh, and I've, we've all missed Rangers all so much. As I say, even though the, the winter break was brought a wee bit forward, it's still a miss Rangers when it's not on. As I say, I, I've mentioned before, I don't really spend too much time watching other football. Uh, but I, I have... This time round, but I still I, I miss Rangers something terrible. Uh, but we'll get started with the signing of James Sands from the MLS side, New York City, on an initial 18-month loan deal with an option to buy. So he's 21 years old, a holding midfielder, but he's a bit of a utility player, as he can play either centre-back and right-back if required. He was named as Young Player of the Season last season. He's also been capped seven times already by the US and played his part in their Gold Cup success in the summer. Ali, your initial thoughts on this signing? Obviously, it's a wee bit left field. Obviously, the MLS is... I know you like to watch football, but I don't think any of us watch the MLS. But what's your initial thoughts on this signing? Yeah, I mean, initially he looks he looks decent. To be fair, I, I know we got obviously the last guy would be Matt Polster that came across and is a kind of utility player and he was he was not bad, Matt Polster. I thought, but he was just that's all he was a kind of utility player. And we've obviously moved on from him, and he's he plays out in America again. But yeah, from what I've seen of him, he looks decent. I think we were talking today at work. He can play in a kind of three at the back as well, which I know. John Suter have been linked at, can also do that. He's played that with Hearts. Could he play the Glenn Kamara role with Glenn Kamara is at the moment? We don't know. But I'd expect to see him in, um, against Sterling Albion on the Friday. That's when he'll come mm-hmm. in. But aye, it's always good to see a new face in, in the building and he can play centre-half, which is decent. Yeah, um I think I can't. It was Teddy when really got me took off earlier because that came in just as I was about to put Aldo's up, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Scotia, I don't. Obviously, you probably watch more football than most of us. Have you seen any of them at all? Um, and if not, what do you think he's going to he's going to bring to Rangers? Um, no, no, I'm not a big fan of the MLS. Um, the last time who was I watching out there when Kenny Miller was out at Vancouver Whitecaps was he at? And where was the place? Where was where was uh, Chris Boyd at? Portland Timbers or something like that. Portland Timbers. Uh, and he he, yeah. do, he done that mad mad interview or mad, mad advert, and that was that's quite a funny one. Go and fucking check that back out because it's good. Um, yeah, don't know much about him, but I think Claudia Rayner knows him, and I think he's good pals with um, Geo Rayner as well. So obviously Van Bronckhorst has kind of got into his mind like, oh no, you'll do it. He'll do a job for his 18-month loan. I, I, I quite like that, an 18-month loan, because that's if you turn out crap, then we can just, well, it didn't work out. If it turns out great, ah, we get you. So um, it's a shame that has he got a missus like Brittany Porter. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was something I don't know. Yeah, that was probably the best thing so the last American that came to us was uh, you know, Matt Polster. So um, see how he goes. Yeah, we'll see how he goes. And see, I think there's been a, a number of different pods and other different reports, Ryan, that have come out about him. I've read different things. He he was kind of playing in a back three for New York City at points, but also stepping forward to play the kind of defensive midfield role uh, when New York had the had the had possession of the ball. So I think he's he's more. I think he's more of a breaker up of play than he is a a playmaker as such. But 
again, maybe it's just a sign of the times with Rangers that we're buying players that have obviously, he's obviously got potential. You don't go and play for the USA and consistently anyway in, in the Gold Cup um, when you're only 21 years old. So there must be something about him. Ah, he's obviously got a bit of ability about him. Um, is it seven caps he's got for, for USA? I, th- yeah. I quite like I quite like American players coming here because I think they're always kind of hungry to prove themselves because there's obviously an attitude that the MLS isn't up to much. And I just don't think, I think American players don't, they never come with an ego, which is surprising because they're American. I hope I don't offend anybody, but... They don't come with an ego, and I don't think Reina or Edu or any of them, any of them had an ego, an ego when they came here. So I'm looking forward to seeing them playing. And um, Scotia says, I think it's good it's an 18 month loan. I don't like short term loans because you just look at Lundstrom. Lundstrom didn't hit the ground running, and that was him. He was, he was written off straight away. So the boys get time to settle in. I also think it's good that he's a utility player, as you say, because. Not to kind of bring you down at all, Carney, because we're all kind of gutted the way Jack's kind of broke down. But I do wonder if that's with a view to being a replacement for Ryan Jack in midfield. Yeah, um, the, the thought certainly crossed my mind as well, mate. I, I don't know, really know what that spells for Ryan Jack because just, just going on reports, I mean, we don't know what Sands is going to bring uh, to the team. Um, I would agree with Ali. I would imagine that we'll probably see him against Sterling Album. It seems pretty perfect for him. I would be, I mean, he might get named on the bench for next Tuesday against Aberdeen, but I certainly would not be expecting him to start. So it would be interesting to see him in the Sterling Album game and see what he's all about. Connie, Ali, do you think? Scotia. Sorry, can I button? Did you not get Katic's number? Yeah. Yes, I was just about to come <clears throat> to that, mate. Oh, man. <laughs> um, Sorry. So. No, it's all right, Ali. I was going to before we got to uh, obviously the the elephant in the room that he is. He has got Katic, Katic number. Um, players, I say, it, it does look like he, he was more suited to a three at the back. Do you see Gio changing to this? Is this something that Gio's looking at? He has done it in the past before. He has played three at the back before. Yeah, he's played three at the back with Farnard, but I, I personally, I don't think he will. But it's an option. It gives us an option, and I think. Unlike Gerard, where he was quite rigid with the formation, I think we've seen with Gio, he'll tinker with it slightly. Um, I think you've seen at times this season, and we talked about it today, actually, Glenn Kamara sometimes pops back in and it, it changes a kind of three at the back at times. He, he played that in one of the games, so I could see him tinkering that way. But um, yeah, but going forward, I, I think he'll, he'll stick to it as we are at the moment, but within games, he could change it. Yeah, Scotia RFC fifty six has said there three at the backs are daft. Um, we don't need three centre backs playing in Scotland. I can get that perspective of where he's coming from with that. However, I do think playing three at the back when you are at home, for example, it frees if he can play the deep line midfielder, he can move forward like he did for New York City, or the reports have said it um, for New York City. So, in a sense, it might make a bit of sense because you would have one less defensive player on the park and another a, a more forward player. We actually spoke about this in the pub on Saturday. Then we are going like three at the back because Advocat played three at the back occasionally. And um but it's, it's, it's a three five two is a really difficult formation to get correct and get be good at it. Um is there good three 
great centre halves in Scotland. No, there's not. If we can get Suter and use that boy to De- Hecke, get him in. That would be. I, I would play that. Yes, but it's a very, very, very difficult formation to play because you need to have like your three centre halves needs need only to be really, really good, which I don't think. Again, though, it's going to be interesting to see. It might not even become a regular. This could be a utility player, but it's obviously we get excited by signings and we want to see what comes from it. Um, Ryan, we will address now. Um, he's got Katicic's number, so is that the end of Nico? Aye, I think that's a nail in the coffin. I do. Hey, I'm I'm a Katic fan. I like him. I think he's he is raw Katic, but I think I would love to have seen Katic with a a more experienced head next to him, just kind of talking him through the games. I think he's been unlucky. I think Gerard did like Katic. Um, but I do, the last I heard is Katic wasn't actually playing for... It's not Hadjik split. Who is it? It's the other, the other team, isn't it? No, it is. It's Hadjik. It is Hadjik. Is it Hadjik yeah. split? Yeah. But he's not playing for them, I don't think. So if his number's away now and he's not got a game for the team he's out on loan to, I don't see where his future lies at all in... At Rangers, which is a shame, but um, I'm not. I'm, I'm not worried about it. It's not something that concerns me. He doesn't he? He's not that. St- he's not that standard where we need him. But um, I, it's kind of sad to see. But I reckon that it does look like that's a nail in the coffin for him. Yeah, Ali. Obviously, it's quite an easy. It's quite an easy conclusion to come to. The fact that he's he's going to be wearing number nineteen. It's a wee bit harsh and Cartage, in my personal opinion. However, um, what Gio has come in and done to the team that's already there with the wee tweaks that he has made, we just have to trust the process. Yeah, it's uh, I, I, I do feel sorry for Cartage because he, he under Gerard he had that wee kind of spell uh, where he was playing the goals and he was looking decent, and then he came back obviously at the beginning of the season and he and he looked like an absolute tank. You've seen him on Instagram, all the bloody photos, but then he obviously <laughs> got injured in it. He's a monster. <laughs> yeah, very and it gubbed his gubbed his season last year. So and he's he's went out to Croatia and I've kind of followed him out there and he's not really set the heather light out there at all, to be honest. So and again, it's harping on. We, we want to go to the next level. Is Nico Kajic going to get us to the next level? Probably not, which is quite... I don't like saying it, but we want to get to that next level. And yeah, unfortunately, he probably... He's a squad player for me now, but um, even at that, I think he'll struggle on the bench. Just with the options we've got, and if we're looking at these other guys at centre-half, yeah, I, I think his number could be up, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> again, it's... I think we all have a a bit of a soft spot for Katic Scotia. Obviously, it, he was the the guy that got it as soon as he came here. He he understood what it was all about. He very much just went for it. I mean, he won every single header going pretty much with by Katic. And obviously, he scored against Celtic. And if you score against Celtic, you always tend to have a wee special place in Rangers fans' hearts. So, but what do you think? Do you think as well that it's probably it's probably the end of Katic? Unfortunately, I think, yeah, probably. But Katic reminds me a wee bit like Gattuso. I don't think Katic will be on as good a player as Gattuso was, but I've got, they've got similarities that um, I think will look... Because he plays for... He's obviously Croatian, but he plays for Bosnia and Herzegovina, doesn't he? Big Sasa's team that he plays for. So um, I think he will... 
Is he wrong? Is he wrong? He plays for Croatia. He plays for Croatia. He plays for Croatia. No, he doesn't. Mm, he watch Katic. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I'm sure. No, he doesn't. Katic plays for Bosnia. He plays for. Someone look this. I'm pretty sure he plays for Bosnia. Right? Someone will correct me if I'm wrong. That's yeah, that's well. like the when when's the Hearts time that I done that? And I, big boys playing. He definitely plays for Croatia, right? There we go. Well, there's no point in googling it. Yeah. it. It's it's this new champ man that I'm playing. He's playing for Bosnia <laughs> in my Champman team, so <laughs> my, my yeah, bad. Like, Bloody mute him, Carney Christ. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> doesn't play for. Uh, doesn't definitely plays for Croatia. Um, Ryan, sticking with defenders, I want to talk a wee bit about Calvin Bassey. Um, this picture of Mersla Phil Holanda being back on the grass doing some fitness work. Now, there's a number of things happening at the Rangers defence just now. We still don't know what's happening with Conor Goldson in terms of the contract, etc. Me and me and Ali had the conversation about that um, today and work. But uh, what we would what we would do with Goldson, I suppose we'll come to him. But so Big Phil is ready to rock and roll tomorrow. Ready to get straight back into the team. Do you drop Bassey? No, no. I think I think like we spoke about the other day. There, I would give Bassey. My kind of half season player of the year so far, just because of his, because his attitude, and I think he's he's put in some brilliant performances for us, um, European and domestically. Uh, Hollander will take a while. He's missed a lot of football, Hollander. If you think back to that old firm game, he has missed a lot of football, um, and it's great. It's a great option for Gio to have because we've been thinning the ground to say the least um, defensively, but. No, I think Bassi's earned that spot and until he plays or doesn't have such a good game and then I think it's his his spot to lose at the moment. And I think Halander will know that. He'll know that he has to earn his, earn his place back in the team. And yeah, it's a good headache for Gio because obviously Balogun's back as well and we just look a bit stronger at the back now. Yeah, I agree, mate. I, I... I've said it that the second best player of the year so far for me has been Calvin Bassey because of the way he's took to the role and the the way he's adjusted very quickly to to playing that role. It might have been not very natural to him when he's learning on the job. Obviously, Goldson's helped him through that, Ali. So if Conor Goldson, the the Conor Goldson situation, the contract, you said today that um, you would keep him. Now, I'm, I'm probably on the fence for this because... I'd like to see her get a return for him. I think it would be a shame not to get some form of return for him. However, he's pretty critical right now and how we are how we are um setting up in the defence and Bassi needs him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well we had a discussion today at work with John that comes in, he's a big Rangers fan. And um yeah, I I don't know what you would get for Goldson in this January window with his contract up the end of the season. I don't think you get very much to be honest. I think he's 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 worth more value to us to keep to the end of the season. He's a ball playing centre half. I think he's critical to the way we play football. Unless we go out and get a replacement for him in January, we have nobody that can come in and, and play his position. We don't have any ball players at the back. Um, and I think him and Big Bassey have been outstanding. Well, since Gio's come in, what's that? Two goals, I think, we've conceded. Mm-hmm. One was against... Um, Leon. Leon as well, so yeah, so it's. I'm the same with Ryan. I don't think you can. I don't think you can drop Bassi. I don't think he deserves to be dropped. Hollander's been out for a while. You probably you wouldn't bring him in straight away. So, 
Yeah, but in terms of Goldson, no, I would. Um, I think he will go in the summer, but I would keep him. I think he's critical if we want to get that pot of gold at the end of the season when we win the league, which is Champions League. That's worth more to me than selling Connor Goldson for, for I don't know, cut a million quid in January. Yeah, I think it was um, it was one of you that um, said that about Goldson. We've stopped talking about it because he's playing good. I think it might have been you, Ryan, that said that. Yeah. And we are not we're not talking about the contract situation anymore because he is playing good and we're not conceding goals. So the frustration with him's not really there. He's been a great servant to the club. Scotia, I don't think there's any doubt about that, Connor Goldson. But what would you do if? You could move him on now and get some form of return. The money's not going to be great, considering he's not got very long left on his contract, or do you keep him to the end of the season? And if we get Champions League money, then maybe that's maybe that's enough. Well, yeah, I'd keep him to the end of the season, to be honest. Um, with, with the ship sailed, we, we could get five, six, seven million quid for him. That's, that's gone. So I would keep him to the end of the season because... As Ryan rightly says, since you come in, he's been he's looked like a new player. He's been absolutely fantastic. He's been the Connor Goldson of last season. Um since Gio's come in. So keep him at the end of the season. And yeah, and see what happens there. Because he'll he'll go. But what 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 age is he? 20, 30? So even at that, he's going to be. It'll be. A, it would be a three-year deal. You would imagine he would get. So it kind of takes him past that. Like we always think the football players should retire at 32, 33. It's, but the way we were brought up, obviously they can go a lot longer now with the way sports science and everything else is. So, but he would be. You would be taking him into his thirties if we were to keep him and his money at that. Even the money you're going to get back for him at that point isn't going to be as much. Uh, it's an interesting debate. But as you say, Ryan was spot on when he said we're not talking about Conor Goldson anymore because we're not conceding goals. <laughs> so we'll just forget. We just tend to forget about the contract thing. Rangers fans at their very, very best. Yeah. Um, James made a point here, Ryan. Uh, slightly worrying that Newcastle need a strike and it seems to be linked to everyone um, they've obviously been linked to Alfredo um, Morelos do you see any other bids coming in for our big players, our bigger players do you think we're in any great danger of losing anyone else or do you think the Parson deal has took that out of the equation I think I think as, as Ali said one of, one of, somebody had to go we knew it was coming, so somebody had to go. And I think the club will be they'll they'll fight tooth and nail to make sure nobody leaves from now to the end of the season. I think it would take a astronomical bid to come in for any of their big players like Aribo or Morelos or Kamara. I think it would have to be a really, really big bid for any of them to move on. Um I don't see anyone taking a gamble on Alfie at this time of the season, like halfway through the season. I don't see him moving. I don't think he'll want to move. I think he'll want to just hang about until the end of the season. Um, but I think it would take a lot of money to, to move any of our players on now. We've set up, as I said, we've set a, a benchmark for the valuation of our players now after selling, and I know it's for potential more than anything, but selling our second choice right back for, for a deal of £16 million. Pounds, so... I don't see anyone coming in with what 20, 20 plus to move on any of our our other players. However, I still can't believe that no one's taking a chance on Glenn Kamara. It blows my mind that no one has actually mm. in the Premier League has come in for Kamara because as I say all the time, I think he could play with anyone. He's that good at that role at moving the ball and 
reading the plane, he's the kind of one that I would I would hate to lose. But no, I don't think Andy will move on now. I hope you're right, mate. Hopefully nobody goes and um, starts a starts a new career elsewhere, like um, like Nathan Patterson has. Um, and speaking of new beginnings, this is where everybody in the comments is going to rip me from a promo. Uh, it's a happy new year from our sponsors over at Manscaped. The ball was officially dropped, but that does not mean you have to drop the ball in your balls. Step your game up with Manscaped's Performance Pack 4.0. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped to help them ring in the new year. With the right tools for the job, get 20% off and free shipping with the code club at 22 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code club at 22. Have no regrets this year with our friends at Manscaped. So the um, the ball toner, Ali, the... It's now my new favourite, by the way, because I got my I got my second delivery and, and I've stopped lathering my balls with my ball deodorant as much and the toner is my new my new favourite. You still still using your toner, mate? I did say at the start I preferred the toner or the deodorant, <laughs> to be fair. Um it's decent. I think Scotch has used all his up by now. Um, oh, I always knew that no, was I, coming. I always yeah. knew that was coming. Decent <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, oh. so you disappeared there. Was that just for me? Was that for it's everyone? I was just getting banned for talking about balls, and we're getting banned <laughs> for talking about balls. I think, yeah, no, uh, again, we we can't thank Manscaped enough for the support they have shown us. They have been absolutely fantastic with us, so thank you to them, right? Just, enough, about the, yes, mate. Just, quick, just quickly, balls, I, I've, got, I've got to ask, I've got to ask, I wonder if uh, once the wee ones here, Manscaped will maybe send you a wee uh, your balls will thank you, baby girl. No, I hope so. Is that inappropriate? Maybe, I don't know if it's a girl, mate. I can't put that on a girl, can I? Surely. I can't put your balls on thank you on a wee lassie, surely. I would would check him in the missus. Yes, I'd check him in the missus for that one. Um, But if it's a boy, damn right, send me a wee baby girl over for the win. That would be funny. Uh, But anyway, let's stop talking about balls, Rangers. uh, Balls, Rangers? Balls, lads, and get back to talking about um, Rangers. So, obviously, the rest of the transfer window, there's going to be links left, right and centre. We're getting linked with every Dutch player that's ever existed or ever crossed the path of Giovanni van Bronckhurst. Um, I am going to come back to you. We're obviously speaking about the defence, but we've been strongly linked with Danilo Danilo Doki, uh, the 23-year-old centre-back. He currently plays in Holland. Uh, a number of sources have reported this, uh, and he's currently one that kind of keeps cropping up from all the kind of sources and pages. Um, also, we've been links uh, with Suter. That's, um, I think it's an easy link to make. However, there's a few people that were were, were saying that we should take the, the risk. It's maybe not a risk, but we should maybe sign Suter. Out of the two, if you had to pick one, who would you pick? And obviously, there's a bit of interest in from England um, with Suter, so it could be his agent just trying to flush out flush out an offer. But if you had the choice of the two, um, who would you pick? Would you take Suter? I think the two of them are different players. I, I think the, the, the Dutch boy, um, I'll let you say his name again. So was it Ducker? Did you say his name? Was it? Do- no, Danilo Doki. 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 Yeah. I was actually yeah. Ducker there. I was thinking, hey. uh, no, but <laughs> he, um, looking at him, he looks like a Goldson replacement. Again, like I said, he, he looks like a ball playing centre half. John Suter. Um, there you go. Superb. <laughs> <laughs> they got manscaped for Christmas. Superb. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, it's difficult. I, I would take John Suter because 
I've seen John Suter. I know a lot of people go, ah, he's injury prone, but he's he's not been injured in a while, to be fair, John Suter. He's played most games with hearts. I've seen him this season quite a few times. I think he looked at decent. Would he start as a first team player in this Rangers team? I don't know, especially if we're going for this other guy. So, yeah, I would, I, personally, I would take it to them if I could, but um, mm. I, I just think the other guy is the replacement for Goldson. So it depends what happens with Goldson. If, there's no point bringing him in now if Goldson's going to be there at the end of the season. There's no point in spending money for a guy we can get for free in the summer if we don't really need him at the moment. I've re- I read suitors kind of looking to go in this window if possible. So Hearts will want a wee bit of money for that. How much they want, I don't know. Sheffield United were obviously sniffing about, aren't they, as well? But yeah, I, I would take John Suter. To me, it's a, it's a punt that It'd be very little money if we did take him in January, and I, I think we could afford to do it, to be honest. Yeah, Carney, um, can I jump in? Yes. See, one of the things with Suter as well, because we we didn't speak about it when Nathan Patterson left. That's one of your Scottish homegrown players gone. So we need another Scottish centre back. Obviously, not come through from Rangers, but he'll be he'll one of those weak quotas that UEFA need to tick. He'll be he'll, he'd be good for that. So, see, in terms of homegrown players, does coming through the Rangers Academy count? Yeah, I know you've got like a B list that's basically your all your B team and your academy right. players that can play, but you need at least four or five Scottish players that have been trained in Scotland from the age of fifteen or something like that. Right. Okay. Well, then, you, obviously, Leon Kings he signed his he's a new contract with the club, maybe that's a look towards that. I'm not 100% sure it's going to tie him down for that. Again, Leon King's another one that I'm not sure how much of a career that he has. From what I've seen of him, he's been okay. He looks a solid enough player, he does, but whether he's got the potential of Nathan Patterson, that's still to be seen. We've still yet to see that. He's not really had uh, the chance, but it could be a, a look towards that. Ryan, Obviously, Doki, we don't know very much about him. There's quite high reports. As Ali said, he's a, he's a ball-playing centre-back. He seems to be the perfect replacement for Conor Goldson if Conor Goldson is to move on. However, as Scotia says, with, with Suter, it kinda, the homegrown player thing and the, the, the fact that it's not going to cost the club anything or very little with that to get Suter, would you take both or would you get one preference over the other? I know nothing. I'll, I'll be honest. I know nothing about Doki. I've never, I've never heard of him. But I just obviously seen we were getting linked with him, and, and obviously with him being Dutch, it made sense <clears throat> that we were getting linked with him. I, I've wanted Suter all season because I, I knew he'd gained his fitness again. I thought he'd be a good, and I knew he was, his contract was up. So I quite fancy Suter. Um, Company Rangers, and I like a Scottish centre half. I've always liked a Scottish centre half. I think I wouldn't be surprised if we sign the two of them because I think you're going to see, and I think it'll be, I think there'll be quite a few changes under Geo. I think he'll look to to swap things about and Golton, as we know, is going. So you might see a few changes um, in defence for Rangers over the summer or over this window in the next window. Um, when I when I read people saying that Suter's a gamble because he's injured, I don't see it as a gamble because it's a free transfer. And Halander has his injury problems and Roof has his injury problems. If we can get 15, 20 games out of Suter for a free transfer, someone who knows the league, I think it'd be a great bit of business for us. And 
Nah, he's, he's, he's one I would look to, to, to definitely sign. If I had to pick one over, I'd pick Suter just because he knows the league and, and we've all seen him, we know what he's capable of. So, um, no, I'd be happy with Suter, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would understand the Suter side and it would make sense to me. I would rather we went for somebody than Suter than Ryan Portis any day of the week because, as I say, Pete, I've seen people saying things about Portis and I'm like, I mean, there's just not a chance he's even worthy of getting any of the rivals. An absolute animal. Um, you should never have somebody in your team that's first priority is to hurt someone. Uh, I, I'm just not interested in that. So Suter, I get, I understand. He's a bit of a, a bit of a prospect as well, even for the Scottish national team as well. He's a bit of a prospect in that sense. So uh, it would make sense. And uh, he half to Lee Griffiths and it was f- fantastic to watch, I'm going to be honest. So immediately I went, sign him, might as well. It was a, it was brilliant. I absolutely loved every every minute of it. I think he blamed the fog. It was when it was really foggy. He's like, I couldn't see him because of the fog. Was it not the one? Yeah, was, not the one, but he was did Kyogo not try to fucking do him or something? And then John Sturgis looks at him going like, "What are you doing?" That was the that was the the, the infamous East End sniper that seems to be kicking about every time Kyogo's playing. Um, so yeah, no, I think that was him that happened with an air pellet. I was going to just quickly say on him, Carney, he's, he's a good age, he's 25, John Sutter. Yeah, um, yeah. so he, he has a good age. I've just had a wee look at his stats this season. He's played 18 games for Hearts this season and scored three goals, so he's been consistent in their team. So it's a no brainer for me. It's, yeah, look, yeah, look, who, who was it? Was it David McPherson? We signed some hearts back in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Daisy. Yeah, yeah, McPherson, yeah. We've had a, a, f- a few players, because obviously David Beer played with hearts as well, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danny Wilson. Paul, yeah. Paul, Paul Ritchie. Paul Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> Neil McCann. <laughs> We're just Neil naming McCann. hearts players here, eh? Neil McCann. <laughs> he, he's not a fucking centre-half, though, is he? Well, obviously well, not, Christ. Yeah. But no, Neil McCann's probably the best signing we've done from Hearts. I could stand corrected on that, but I don't think we've signed any better than Neil McCann. David Weir. Neil McCann. Uh, David Weir as well, I suppose. He didn't come from Hearts, but he came from Everton. 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 Yeah, he came from Everton. Um, so, yeah. Right, speaking of players coming in, I'll come back to you. Um, obviously, there's still a bit left in this transfer window. We're only really 10 days into it. Uh, do you think, or do you, not do you think, probably more do you want Anywhere else strengthened in the team? And if so, where? And if you have anybody that you want to possibly sign, then them too. Um, yes, I want to bring some. We always want to bring somebody in a transfer window. It's um, pretty boring in a transfer window if you don't bring anyone in. So, yeah, I, and I do expect Rangers to bring one more in. I, I think we could see potentially a loan. Alan McLaren's getting banned about here. I know he was a good player. Um no, I, I think we could see one come in, potentially a loan sign, and it might come up to near the end of the window because they might have a look and see what's happening down in England before we see what's happening. Obviously, there's a, the world, there's a world, the World Cup's happening as well, so there'll be guys wanting minutes, so you never know. You might get someday that you never thought you would get at the end of the window. So for me, the right side, see where we push Hadji out all the time somewhere there. I think that side for a, a good few years now, since probably Kandias left, we've been trying different players there. Scott Arfield's been there, Joe Rebo's been there, Joe Rebo can play there, but I do like him where he is at the moment. We've had Hadji out there, but it doesn't have the pace Hadji for out there, so I think we've tried different players there. Kamar Roof's played out there. That's 
the area of the team for me I would look to bring somebody in that side. Yeah, I would probably go along with that. Um, as I say, I don't, I'm not sure if we will. As you say, I think the loan thing's another one we were linked with someone, but it was, um, was it Olsen? Was that what the boys' yeah. name was we were linked with? But that was really Um yeah, that was rubbish by the the club. Apparently, well, I heard that through heart and hand um, that that was rubbish. It was a five million bid, but it's not true. But again, I think they are. I think they might persevere with Scott Wright in that regard. In terms of the, the right hand side, I think if they're going to look for a bit of pace on on the right, I think they might stick with Scott Wright. Um, we all know Hadji's not a right wide player. He can't do it. He's just not got the pace. I said to you, Ali, I've never really seen a twenty one year old or twenty two, what he is now, that just is so slow. But his football and brain is fantastic, and I suppose it's trying to fit Aribo and Hadji in the same team because for me, Aribo has got that middle of the park behind the striker. That is his. He can do whatever he wants in there. It's his position, and I wouldn't give it to anybody else within the team. Hadji's very Hadji wants to play there. I think we all know Hadji's even said himself that he wants to play in there. He prefer it, but I just. If I had to pick between Aribo and Hadji, it's Aribo all day long right now because Aribo's just been tremendous. He's almost un, untouchable. Scorsa, is there anybody uh, you think this window Rangers should be going after? It pains me to say that I agree with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you all know how much I love Hadji. Um, but yeah, no, I totally agree. And no, Ali, can you put, it, put the nail on the head there? Um, we need someone, a right winger. Because... See, when Hadji was playing with, um, when Jared was in the team, because they were using them as kind of slight in forwards, like kind of two false tens, as it were, yeah. that suited them. Whereas the way Gio wants to play, yeah, that doesn't suit Hadji at all. Um, so we need a right winger. We could actually also do with like a replacement for Arfield. Arfield's contract runs out this summer. I would give him another year but that's been me being sentimental to Scotty yeah. Arfield. Yeah. So we probably need I, like a, a player like that. Yeah, I like Scott Arfield. I don't know how long he's got left, but I think under Gio, he's found a new lease of life. We've spoken about it before, Ryan, with Scott Arfield, that he's... He's got patches, he's got he always has purple patches throughout a season. He'll fall away and he was almost not existent. I remember we were doing a post. I think Ali you mentioned like where's Scott Arfield? We we're like, I don't know. He just kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. But he he's came back and he's 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 doing that role. Um do you think are you in agreement with, with Scotia or, or with Ali or with both that the Scott Arfield role and the, the wide rights, the 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 way forward, um, or what we should be trying to bring in even this this window? Yeah, I think maybe not this window because um, you, you, you want quality you don't want to just bring a player in for the sake of it um, I want a player that will hit a shot Like I just feel as if we really lack players who will crack it from outside the box um, I don't know many times it comes to Glenn Kamara and you're just like go on shoot. and he'll, shoot. he'll, he'll pass shoot. it <laughs> yeah. it's just not his locker and that's it but I'd like a player like that but whether you get he needs to have quality. There's no point in bringing someone in just for the sake of it. I'll go a bit left side here and get slaughtered in the comments. I've <laughs> always liked that boy. See, Ryan Hedges that plays with Aberdeen. I think he's oh. a decent player. And I would take him at, at Rangers. Um, but whether Aberdeen would let him go or not, I don't know. But yeah, I think he's a half-decent player. He's, kind of, he's probably not that type of player. He's probably kind of like Scott Wright. 
But I think he's a better player than Scott Wright. Um, so I would, I would take him, but I'm probably the only Rangers fan on the planet that's saying that at the moment. I can see where he's coming from. It's always going to he's be been liked, coming from. He's been liked by Blackburn are having a look at him at the moment. All right. he know, was it not him that gave the penalty away? Yeah. Against yes. Alfie? Yes, Morelos. Yeah. 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 It's an interesting one. Uh, you do realise that I'm a pure Scott, Scott Wright fanboy, mate, don't you? Um, and you're uh, saying things like that to me. Uh, no, look, I, I get where you're coming from. I've never really thought about about about, about him coming. To, I'm not sure there's... I don't want to be disrespectful to the league. I don't think there's many players, attacking players, obviously, with the old firm that are really taking my, my fancy just now. Um well, obviously, we were, we, people have spoke even in the comments I seen a minute ago talking about Nisbet and Boyle from Hibs, and yeah, they're they're great players, whatever. They're a bit too inconsistent for me, and they don't do it on a regular basis. I can see the appeal of doing something like that, but for me, they're just not quite not quite good enough. Uh, just want to welcome Chris. Chris, you've just become a YouTube member. Thank you very much for coming, a club at twenty two supporter. If anybody else would like to do so, you can join the channel for only ninety nine p. There'll be a link below this podcast. I Thank below this podcast in the description, and you can you can join our channel. Thank you very much, Chris. Can uh, I a button? Yes. Because, because Patterson's went away, do we need a right back replacement? I know Jamie Jamie Lowell come in and say look, Liam Balgan's great at right back, but do we need a potential replacement for Tav? Like I, think, I think I think I think Tav will probably finish his career at Rangers. If I'm being honest, I mentioned it before. I think he, with the new he's got. I think he's got. Does he signed a new contract? Or he's going to be offered a new contract. I think. Yeah, I think he's signed to twenty four, twenty five. So, so twenty-four. Tavel, so, Tavel sees out here. If if not, I wouldn't imagine um, he's going to go to the Premiership. I might be wrong. Somebody might come in for him. I don't know. Lower end Premiership, maybe. Uh, I don't see him doing that. I think he's very happy here. I think he's 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 loving being the captain of the club. So, I think he might finish his if not finish his career here. I think he might stay here and then maybe move back to kind of lower end championship possibly uh, again I'm, I'm just presuming and just in my opinion in terms of a replacement for um for for uh, tav in terms of parson leaving it's uh we don't have anyone just now there's no one that can play an out and out right back Balogun can obviously do it um with the signing of sands as well that may be pushing Balogun more to the right hand side but Balogun can no can't do what Patterson and Tav does. Uh, he's very good at keeping Kyogo quiet, but he's not he's not a, a bombing right hand sided wing back. That's that's not going to happen. Ali, your thoughts on that? Do you think we need to be thinking ahead and looking for a, a, a kind of long term replacement for Tav? Yeah, probably. I think Tav's one of these natural in terms of fit guys. I just think he is. I think he'll be able to go for a good few years, Tav, but. Uh, Scotia's is right. We'll need to look for a somebody to come in if Tav ever get injured. So we, we would need somebody to come in and slot in there. Balogun, uh, he's done it, but he's he's not an actual right back. And as you say, we don't probably have an actual right back unless you look into the into the B team. Um, Who's the boy? So, Who's the boy? Is oh no, he's left back, isn't he? James Maxwell. He's left back. He's out. And, he's like he's out and loan, is he not? Is he um, not in there? That's why I was, I was yeah. going to say that. He's not down in there. 
but yeah, I mean that. I mean, obviously, we've seen the B team. We were we were going to see the B team in Saturday for it get postponed, and it would have been good to see the lads. And obviously, we all went Carney a while ago, and there was a quite a lot of guys stood out. And the boy at right back, I can't. Hardness. Name at time. Hardness. He, Hardness. You're, you're right. He, he did. Right he did look. Yeah. He did look decent because we both all looked at him. But no, he looks quite good, and he looked quite athletic as well, going up and down that wing. So, yeah, and we we need to use the B team. That's what it's there for. So there's no point having a B team and not using players from it. And um, yeah, potentially a wee pathway for, for somebody in the B team to come in. Yeah, Ryan, we did. Um, Curry Manchester's made the point there as well. We mentioned that, um, I don't even know what the lips literally just disappeared that. There we are. Uh, I want somebody to challenge to have because he'd formerly slipped before Patterson came in. We did mention that Patterson... He was at the heels of Tav, and Tav would have let out a wee sigh of relief when he realised that Partson was going because when the form was down and we were we were struggling to keep, to keep clean sheets, etc., there was calls for Partson all the time because we wanted a change, we wanted to stop conceding goals, we wanted this, we wanted that. Would you agree with that? Do you think there's, there should be someone for every position, probably making keeping the keeping the first team, keeping the, the guy that's got the shot, keeping them honest? I think it. I think for every coach, the ideal situation is to have two players for each position. I agree. We spoke about it the other day there about Tav letting out a, a bit of sigh of relief with parts and going. But I, I also think he would enjoy that competition as well. Tav here doesn't strike me as somebody who who shies away from a challenge. He's been through enough um, during the banter years, and and he never he never did or shied away from it. So. I think it would. Yeah, I do agree. I think we should have someone else in there just in case, like Touchwood, anything happens to Tav or he gets a suspension or whatever. Like you want a, a natural right back there. I wouldn't feel confident in. I mean, Leon Balgan played the game of his life um, in the Old Firm game, but I wouldn't feel confident if we lost Tav for maybe a run of four or five games having Balgan at right back. Um, so yeah, I think we. I think we should look at bringing someone in, whether that's a a loan deal or something like that, just for a short term until we can get some quality in in the summer. Um, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a good shout. Definitely. Um, Curry Muncher, thank you very much for becoming a Club at 22 supporter, mate. I really do appreciate that. I thought he, I thought he was a member already. I don't know. He may be cancelled. Maybe we've just caught him out. Maybe he's cancelled and he's decided <laughs> to rejoin. We may have caught him out there. Nice. Uh, he's been half. He's been half. <laughs> and as Aldo says, don't It's because you wouldn't give him £5 for a three pints or something like that. You were buying the pints, mate, as far as I remember from the... the Yeah, speaking of that, um, I've not managed to get around to it just now. I've been back at work, but we do have... uh, We have a a tour of Ibrox for four that was kindly uh, gave to us by the the RFC charity. We had contacted them to try and get some... um, some things to give away where we were going to be doing a live show. Obviously, that live show is not happening anymore, but keep an eye out for that. I will get round to sorting how I'm going to do it. Not figured out exactly how I'm going to do it, but keep your eye out for that. We're going to do a raffle for it. We're going to raise money and give it all back to the, the RFC charity for being so kind with us uh, to donate something. So keep your eyes out for that. I'll be with you in the, the next week or so. Um, I don't know who I was talking to last time. I talked to you last. Yes, Ali. So professional, this podcast. This is why we shouldn't do live things. Um, Ali. In terms of there's so there's so many squad players that we don't even really think about, we don't really talk about. You'd love to bring bring up Brandon Barker because she's not can't can't really cope with him. But we've got players like Barker, we've got players like 
Bakuna, even for that example, he's not really looking like he's getting much of a game. We've got players still out on loan. Hick Middleton, he's still on loan, isn't he? Hastie's still on loan. Yeah, what do we do? We try and just get rid of these players now? Do you think we should just try and, or do you think Gio will? Do you think he's just going to clear the books a wee bit? I think he will be looking at getting these guys off the wage bill. Yeah, I know we all have a laugh with. But Brandon Barker. Brandon Barker's been absolutely nowhere near a team this year. Yeah, two seconds, Ali, sorry. Curry Wancho, when it comes up green, I don't know why it comes up green. I've not figured out how to fix that, but I will. It won't always be green. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'll get that fixed. Sorry, Ali. I agree with Curry Wancho. It should be bloody Yeah, green. me too. <laughs> yeah, that's YouTube having a prank on us. But, um, yeah. No, I think you'll be looking to get rid of these players. Players like Barker, how he survives these bloody transfer windows is beyond me. It's unreal. So, I, well, he'll go. Um, I, I hate to say it, lads, and you'll all be disappointed. All the guys in the comments will be gutted as soon as I'm going to say this name as well. Andy Firth will be gone as well. Oh, don't um, say I know. That. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Bakuna, I, I don't know what we do him. Is he a squad player? We've mentioned Lundstrom as well. Which is a, a, another topic. So there's a lot of players there to grid. Defoe, again, he was down doing um, Pundit's job yesterday. I was watching the football. He's another one that'll be gone. So there'll be wages freed up. And that's when these guys in the B team, which I keep harping on to, your Tony Westons, who's scoring goals for fun in the B team, Allegria as well, do they make the next step up in next season? We've got Stephen Kelly. Um, never had a shout this, this season. We've brought um, Kai Kennedy back for them film, and I think Kilmarnock are sniffing about the two of them. So they can go and play in a plastic pitch for six months. Um, so, yeah, I think you're looking to get rid of quite a few players because I think he needs to. We need to trim the squad and then let him bring in players who he wants to bring in. Yeah, Scotia, do you agree with that? He's probably... I mean, I would be shocked if Ross Wilson's not already considering the amount of people that we have on the books just now and trying to free up as much wages really for for um, for Geo to to spend on you players. I, I, honestly, like getting rid of Andy Fuffs, like putting your puppy outside in the rain, man. Like uh, <laughs> the guy's right, got the no. best job in the world. <laughs> uh, Andy Forth, no, because Andy Forth came in as a goalie, but then as a goalkeeping coach as well and he'd done that job to perfection really and like as he's playing he's got McGregor, McLaughlin, McCrory through all that so yeah he's finally you, you mentioned good old um, Hasty. I feel a wee bit sorry for him because he's he's came here and he's never had a, I don't think he's ever played a game has he maybe oh, one guess. game one game in the very very start and then, then he's always been shipped out and loan. So I feel sorry for Hasty because Hasty was actually like a a good player. You know that way you're sitting watching, going, "Oh, this is nice." But we did it. We'll we'll swallow up players that are decent. What was yeah, the question? I, um, I think so. CGM fifty five said Barker advice because we pay him far much and nobody wants him as he is shit. Spot on. Oh. He is shit. He should never be playing for Rangers in the first place. Barker Barker was um, on what was it? Not Twitch. It was on playing by your pal Ryan Jack. That's Twitch. The, they do it on. I'm sure. Called or something. That yeah. Yeah. They were, they were playing that the other night. Yeah, Ryan. In terms of again, I. 
it's just that the squad is a bit too big just now for, and especially the, there's no real route for quite a number of players back. So I know you would keep Brandon Barker just because you know it gets my blood pressure up, mate. But is there anybody else that you, you think would would definitely should be looking to move him on? I would start Brandon back on next Tuesday if it if it wound you up a wee bit. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, I totally agree with Ali what you said about being named or named three or four players there. Lundstrom's a big one. We spoke about that. Like I do like Lundstrom, but I just don't see a future for him now. I've seen the rumours about Middlesbrough, uh, a loan deal with a view to buying him. I think that would be great business for us. Jack Simpson's another one. If Balogun and Hollander are back now. Move Simpson on. Defoe is nowhere near playing for us. I don't see it happening. Move him on. Um, there is a few players there and it would more than balance the books up a bit. Get us into a good position financially. Um, get into summer for... Because I think, like I keep saying, I, I expect Gio's going to bring in a few players and ship out. So... Yeah, you need to cut the need to cut the squad a bit. I think Gerard was quoted as saying that a few times that the, the, the squad was too big. But who was? Was it Curry Munchley that made the point about Barker Barker's wages? It's it's getting these guys off the books, isn't it? It's getting somebody to take because they're not going to go anywhere if nobody's nobody's paying them the wages. So um or a lunch from, I'd imagine Barker's probably on decent money as well. I think he came he came about a cloud, didn't he? Surprisingly. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be hard to get. Maybe him and Lundstrom are the two ones. Defoe will be easy to go off the books. If he wants to leave, he'll leave. And he's not financially driven. But I think Lundstrom and, uh, Lundstrom and Barker will be looking at a payday before they, before they hang their boots up, I think. What about yeah, Cedric? I, I, I heard that Lundstrom is on about 30 grand a week. I'd imagine he is, mate. I would imagine he's on. Everyone we didn't else get is him, like... Yeah, we didn't get him here on the on the cheap for like well, for nothing. If you know what I mean, he's going to he's going to we're going to have to commit a wage to him. And obviously, he's, he was Gerard's player. Gerard wanted him. I just don't see it under Gio. I don't really see him fitting into the kind of the philosophy of football that Gio wants to implement on the pitch. I just don't see it happening. So Lundstrom is the biggest one for me. If I'm going to be brutally honest, I think. We should look to, to move him on, um, even if we are getting somebody to pay three quarter his wages or whatever. Um, I'd imagine he could go to a lower end, um, a lower end uh, Premiership side. Uh, teams like that come to me. Zavi Simmons is never happening. It's not going to happen. He's on far too much money. There's just no way he's going to come to. He's no way. There's just no chance. No, Rangers wouldn't be able to afford it. There's just no. There's, I would love. I would no, love no, I agree. for a signing like. I would like. I love for a signing like that to happen. But the money's just. It's it would be silly money. Uh, he'll end up at. I don't know. A Valencia or a Barcelona or a, something like that. Something that just. Barcelona's got less that. money than we do, so. I doubt that. <laughs> I very no, much Barcelona doubt that. Um, no, Barcelona have got any money. Um, Ali, you mentioned said the Ted um, people are to call him for a striker. Um, I always get it flung in my face that he scored against Bayern Munich. Yes, they were three 0 down when he scored, uh, but he did score against Bayern Munich. What is there a future for Itten now? Do you think he's going to be called back from his loan, or do you think he's he's on his way out as well? I just flung his name out there because he's a kind of player we paid reasonable money for. He played last season for a bit and we've punted about loan, but 
obviously change a manager. If I'm being honest, I don't see a future for him next season. I think we'll probably look to move him on. I don't think he's done overly much over in Germany. I know he's playing for a team that's pretty much down the relegation zone, which isn't ideal, but um I think he'll be I think he'll be another one that'll get moved on, to be honest. Yeah, I would I would tend to agree with that. Um I don't think there's Hitton's good. He, he, he was good for when we needed him. He'd, he'd, he'd done the business against Motherwell. That was pretty much the only team that I think he'd done the business <laughs> against was Motherwell. Um, but he, he still done it. Do you know what I mean? And I, he's another one that I, I kind of feel sorry for because I, I thought I'd, he would have a, a, a real future. Um, I suppose we'll, we'll finish on um, if you could now and you could go out and you could pick one position that you think Rangers should go and invest that money and the money we got for Patterson, we should go invest that in a player. Not all of it. Obviously, we're not going to spend 10 million, 12 million pounds on a player. But Scotia, if you could go and pick any position for Rangers to go out and spend six million on a on a position, where would it be? That's a fucking hard question, Carney. Um <laughs> what the hell? Probably you're you should all waiting for me to say centre to defence, but no, no, I'd probably go centre mid. <laughs> Centre mid should be the position that you do it because, yeah, that's Kenny, the guy, and leads teams through the game and stuff like that. Yeah, so centre mid for me. Centre mid, Ryan, where would you go? Hi, at, at number 10, attacking midfield. I know. Jorginho. Was... That's the person that I want, Jorginho. Right. Oh, aye, he's going to come for six million for fuck's sake. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> but I see now that we're now that we're making we're making ludicrous um, claims. Ronaldo's been dropped for the Man United squad today, so we'll for him if we want. Uh, aye, num- I, I'd want a number ten. I want somebody who can, who as I keep saying it, hit a shot or, or just links up with Alfie. And I, I want someone like that. Just I want another Joe Aribo. If Joe Aribo's got a twin brother. That would be great. Someone like that that's just attacking silky feet, can score from inside the box, outside the box, links up the play. I'd like another player like that. I th- we spoke about this on Saturday. I think Hadji's got the ability to be that guy, but he's just not there yet. I think he's maybe a season or two away from that, but he's the one, that position, I'd like somebody in that position with a bit of quality. Mm-hmm. Ali, where are you going with your money? I kind of mentioned earlier on. I agree with CGM55 there in the comments. Um, right winger. I want a Ryan Kent, but on the right-hand side. I think that would terrorise teams where two Ryan Kents either side of an Alfie. That's what I'd be looking for. But it's difficult to get these guys, um, especially the kind of money that we are, or the market we are floating about in. A lot of these guys you need to take punts on. Um, but yeah, as I said earlier on, that, that right side for me is still up for grabs. I know you said um, Scott Wright, and I thought Scott Wright did play well in his last game there, but he's inconsistent, the last wingers are. But yeah, I would look, if I was spending money, I would look at that that area. Yeah, I would probably tend to agree with you, Ali, more than anything. And if I wanted to be really, really future thinking and thinking ahead, um, I probably would consider looking at a goalkeeper because Alan McGregor's not going to go on forever. So eventually Probably. we're going to need... A- 
a replacement. I don't think the I, I would I love the thought again of McCrory being the, the, the number one. I, I just I'm not a hundred percent sure that'll happen. He's another one that I think could potentially go out on loan again um, for the second half you know, of the season. We've had Sorry, can see now that you say that. Uh, now that you say that, that I'm sure I read that we have have we not signed that Dundee United goalkeeper or we are in yeah, linked with him. I think we've also been linked with who else we were linked with another keeper. Oh, we're always linked with Xander Clark. I was constantly linked with Xander Clark. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know too much about it. Dundee United goalkeeper, but everybody seems pretty, um, pretty convinced. And as I say, I look, there's people saying. Um, RFC 56 or right behind McCrory I want McCrory to work I wanted Ross McCrory to work as well and look what happened there uh, so I, I will need to wait and see but if I was being really future thinking about it I would be looking maybe investing in a keeper I think McLaughlin could probably do a year after McGregor decides that he, he's had enough uh, this could be the end of McGregor's reign we don't really know um, but yeah I would probably look at a goalkeeper not to replace right now. That's what I'm saying before anybody asks me. Uh, I, I'm not saying right now because Alan McGregor's obviously still our number one. Right, gentlemen, we've rambled on for an hour now. Um, quite good going, I think, to be honest. Uh, good chat, though, tonight, lads. Really enjoyed it. Um, Ali, thank you very much for your time tonight, mate. And we are going to be back on Friday or Saturday, anyway, <laughs> for our club preview. Yeah, look forward to it. Obviously, a week tomorrow, um, we play the Sheep, so... Rangers will be back. Obviously, we'll hopefully find out tomorrow with Buddy Sturgeon what's happening with the football fans going forward. So, um, aye, I just want Rangers back because I'm missing them. Yes, me too. Scotia, cheers, mate. Cheers. When does the rugby start? Who cares? The rugby? Who cares? No, that's, that's, that's when we'll be allowed back in. That's, that's why we'll, when we'll be allowed back in. Yeah, I know what you mean. Starts. Yeah. yeah, no, that will be that will be when the, the football starts again. Ryan, thank you very much, mate. Cheers. Looking forward to the next pod. So I think it'll probably be Friday for us. Um, talk about talk about this game against the sheep and Amalek Alley and the rest of us. I'm just desperate for Rangers to be back. I've a massive, massive hole in my life at the moment. Yes, not not long to go. Um, not long ago, not many sleeps to go. Um, and we'll have our Rangers back. So yeah, uh, Ryan's going to be hosting uh, the preview at the end of this week. Uh, so make sure to tune in for that. Again, shameless plug from me. Um, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like the videos, give us a wee five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for the new members and new club at two supporters tonight. That's appreciated. Thank you again for all the comments. Honestly, there's too many for me to even keep up, up with half the time. But we love to do this. We love to get your input. It's, it's all about getting this input as we can so really really uh, enjoyed it thank you to everybody uh, and yeah we will be back on Friday or Saturday it just depends when we get around to recording it uh, and we'll preview and after that the next pod will be a reaction pod to our Rangers game and the winter break will finally be over so thank you uh, to everybody for tuning in into us tonight we are club at 22 the Rangers podcast and I'll speak to you all next time cheers everybody <laughs> <laughs>